Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Uh, today we're going to have a different episode. We are going live on Facebook to answer some real live questions. Uh, we're going to do a sports topic today. It's going to be, hey, the Cincinnati Bengals got the first pick of the draft. Who do they pick? Do they pick Joe Burrow or do they pick Tua? You know, so I'm on live right now. I'm going to ask the question out to everybody. If you're a Cincinnati's Bengal GM, who do you pick? Do you pick Joe Burrow or do you pick Tua Tagovailoa? Um, got a few stats that I'm looking at, guys, now. Um I like Tua. I like Joe Burrow also. Joe's a beast, man. He had a hell of a season this year. I mean, you, you know, 76% <laughs> completion percentage, uh, almost 5,700 yards, 60 touchdowns to only six interceptions, a 202 quarterback rating, uh, just an amazing number. Um, but Tua had a great season too. His numbers weren't there. You know, he got hurt there towards the end of the season, but they, they kind of depended on the uh, run a whole lot this year. But Najee Harris and team, uh, you know, he had, what, a 71% completion percentage, 2,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, three picks. But his QBR or his QB rating was 206.9, which bested Burrow. Um, I think Tua has the overall arm talent. And when it comes to the arm talent, I think Tua's that guy. I'm not saying that Joe's not, but Joe just came out of nowhere when it came to this season. And I wonder if Joe Brady – I wonder if Joe Burrow is the person he is today as a quarterback – due to the um, insertion of Joe Brady, who was the passing game coordinator for the Saints, came over to be the passing game coordinator for uh, LSU. Basically, he was the OC at uh, LSU. He did all the all the calls, and everybody who watches the Tigers know that. Um, but, yeah, he had a great season this year. But my only question about him is, where was Joe Burrow last year and the year before that and the year before that? You guys are going to think he's a grad transfer. This is his fifth year in college football. He started all last year, and his stats last year were kind of pedestrian when it comes to um, being a top-tier quarterback at a big-time school. You know, a 57% completion percentage, 2,800 yards – well, actually almost 2,900 yards – only 7.6 yards per attempt, which is got awful. 16 touchdowns to five picks with 133 QBR. 133 is like average quarterback, sometimes even below average quarterback um, uh, numbers. Uh, but this past year, I mean, you can't deny it. Player of the year, uh, national game MVP, national championship game MVP. He was that guy, man. Dude almost passed for 5,700 yards in, in 15 games. It was one of the most amazing seasons that I think we've ever seen in college football from an offensive player. So anybody who's out there, if you had a pick, who do you pick guys? You pick Tua or do you pick Joe Burrow? Um, yeah, I think I would probably have to lean, man, if I had to just pick between the two, it'd probably be Tua. Um, my only concern with Tua though is the injuries. Um, I think he's had five confirmed surgeries since he's been in Alabama. That's three years and five confirmed surgeries, um, which is a lot. <laughs> he had the ankle injury. Um, he had the hip injury that he just sustained, which I don't know why Nick Saban was even playing him in that game. They were beating a no-name team before Auburn. Um, and he kept him in right before halftime. He should have took him out. 
Um, but Tua is that guy, man, if, if he can stay healthy. I think the only saving grace with Tua at the next level is at the next level, it is a quarterback's league, right? So, you know, with this being a quarterback's league, uh, those hits he was taking in college, that's not going to happen. These guys are getting paid, so they're not going to even think about hitting the quarterback that hard because they don't want to get those fines, man. Uh, so um, I think Tua will probably be the better pro. I like Joe Burrow. Don't get me wrong. I think he has all the measurables, 6'4", 216 pounds. Tua is uh, 6'1", 218. He's a more sturdier guy, but he's uh, he's a little bit fragile. Um, but like I said before, I don't think Tua is going to be able to – well, I don't think Tua is going to take those hits that he took in the college level because the NFL is all about protecting their assets, and that's the quarterback. And the quarterback is the franchise guy on these teams. So I honestly think that Tua is going to do really well. You guys can see guys, I'm actually going on live right now. So – um, yeah, I am definitely going to lean to it, but I, yeah, my only thing with Joe is where is he last year? Where was he the year before that? The year before that, you know, when competition hit at Ohio state, I'm not going to say nothing bad about him. I mean, he ran, he did, he went to LSU. I wouldn't say he ran, but he had some guys in front of him that were great. I mean, great college players. Both of these guys got drafted and went to the league, you know, a guy, and uh, JT Baird, who's uh, back up for the Saints now. And also you had Haskins, who was the first-round draft pick for the uh, Redskins. Um, but Burrow's a monster. I, I, you know, he can't knock it. I think he's going to be a good pro. Uh, how good is good for him? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, what he's going to um, actually materialize into. And if I'm Cincinnati, I think they did a foul to him by – uh, not um, bringing Joe Brady with him. I would have offered Joe Brady whatever he wanted. I would have offered him an uh, offensive coordinator position, full play call. I mean, everything you want. I would have brought him and I would have drafted Burrow with the number one pick to keep this thing rolling because the only time we've seen Joe Burrow be this successful and this good is when he had Joe Brady next to him. And now Joe Brady's with the Carolina Panthers and uh, it's not going to happen. So we're going to see... Is this going to be the Joe Burrow from two years ago that's going to get drafted with the first uh, pick of the draft, or is this going to be Joe Burrow from last year? Um, we shall see. Cincinnati's a it's an organization where guys go and they might do decent, um, but their careers never flourish the way that they should, and that comes down to ownership because they hate to pay people. Um, uh, they like to do things in the cheap, which is why they kept Marvin Lewis so long, right? I mean, he was definitely on the cheap. Um, and so that's why he was able to be a, a, a head coach who stayed on so long. He stayed on way longer than he had to, um, kind of, kind of reminiscent to how Jeff Fisher was with the Titans where, I mean, he just stayed on so long, but Jeff Fisher's a whole different animal though. Uh, anyways, you know, you know, Marvin Lewis, uh, was a good coach, but he was a cheap coach. And I think that's why the Bengals kept him. The Bengals don't, they don't have to pay anybody. So the only good thing that, uh, I think Joe has going for him is when he goes over to Cincinnati, you know, uh, granted that he gets picked with the number one pick of the draft. He does have A.J. Green there, who a lot of people forget. He's one of the top flight wide receivers in this league. Um, he has Joe Mixon, who is uh, from um, um, our NCN, which is our Nino's corner number. Uh, I think he was ranked like the seventh or eighth best uh, dual threat running back in the league last year. So that's awesome. Um, so he has the talent. I mean, he has at least one good talented player at the do skill positions uh that can produce for him um but joe you know 
Joe had some weapons last year, too, at LSU with Jeffries and Terrence Marshall, who's from Shreveport, Bolger area. Um, you know, you guys know I'm from Shreveport, so I always got to big up the guys from Shreveport and Bolger area. Um, and uh, Chase, Jamar Chase might have been the best um, – probably the best wide receiver in the country last year. And he's just a sophomore, a true sophomore at that. So if he would have came out this year, if he was able to come out this year, he would have definitely been a, a first round draft pick. The kid averaged 21 yards to catch guys. He's amazing. Um, you guys know I'm a, I'm a guy that, that uh, went to Texas and, you know, as you can see the Texas fight on the hat, but when they came down to Austin and, and did what they did to us, especially in the third and 17, kind of showed how Joe Burrow had the ice, the ice water in his veins, man. I give him that. But I just want to know where was this guy? Where was Joe Burrow two years ago when he had the team with him? So I'm not saying he's not a good player because I think he was excellent this year. But I wonder, was Joe Burrow a product of um, Joe Brady and Joe Brady's system? Um, because we didn't see that player the previous year. The throws weren't there. Um the crispness in his throws weren't there. None of that was there. It was just uh, him playing, <laughs> and it wasn't that good. He was tough. He was a tough player two years ago, um, but it was nothing like we saw last year where he broke pretty much every record we've ever seen in college football at the quarterback position. So you guys, just let me know what you guys think. Joe Brady, I'm sorry, Joe Burrow or Tua? Joe Burrow or Tua? So – on that note, guys, I'll take it to a small commercial break, and it is what it is. Live All right, guys, and we're back, man. We just talked about uh, should, should the Cincinnati Bengals pick Joe Burrow or Tua Tagovailoa with the number one pick in the draft, but what if they throw a whole wrench in this whole thing and pick who many think might be the best player in this draft, and that is Chase Young from Ohio State. You're talking about a defensive end who's 6'5", 265 pounds, has 16 and a half sacks, guys, in 11 games. Think about that for a minute, guys. In 11 games, he has 16 and a half sacks. Um, just think if he had played those other three games that he was supposed to play in. Uh, dude was a monster, man. I mean, a straight-up monster, man. He missed three games because of a – of an NCAA violation, um, but, I mean, he could have easily uh, been in contention for the Heisman Trophy. I still think uh, Joe Burrow would have won because his numbers were just outstanding this year, but Chase Young could have p- potentially been the first true only defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy if he would have missed those three games. Just think, if in those three games, if Chase Young would have got, I don't know, another four sacks in three games, you're talking about a guy with 20 and a half sacks, I don't know, around 60 tackles. He already has six forced fumbles. He missed three games. You say another forced fumble or two, so eight forced fumbles, five passes deflected. You know, he had three, so let, let's say he had two more. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Guy's a beast. And – Many scouts are saying that he is better than both of the Bosa boys. And those guys, my God, those guys can ball. Both Bosa's. Both of them can play some football, man. So if scouts are saying that he's better than those guys, and both those guys have already been all pros and 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 pro bowlers in this league and have done amazing things from the day that they stepped foot on a football field in the NFL, and Chase Young is projected to be just as good, if not better. He might be the best player in this draft. Might be the safest pick in this draft. 
But I understand Cincinnati doesn't have a quarterback um, under their actual roster right now because, and you know, because Dalton's gone. He's been there forever, right? Dalton's been there for, what, 13, 14 years. I remember when he played at TCU, uh, you know, he was really good at TCU. Um, so they don't have a quarterback. And Cincinnati is looking for somebody to put butts in the stands right now. Joe Burrow is the logical pick, the kids from Ohio. So it makes sense for him to go to Cincinnati and try to change some things around there. But like I told you guys in the first part of this segment, my only worry with Joe Burrow is, is he that good? Or was it because Joe Brady was the passing game coordinator? We shall see. Next year, when he's drafted and he goes to Cincinnati, which is probably what's going to happen, we're going to see if we're getting the 2019 Joe Burrow or we're getting the 2018 Joe Burrow. It's going to be very evident. He had a bunch of playmakers down there at LSU. He won't have that same level of playmakers up in Cincinnati. He will have A.J. Green, who was people like to forget he's a top-tier wide receiver in this league. Um, And he has Joe Mixon, who is, no matter what you think about the guy from the things that he's done in his past, he is a top – he's a very above-average, top-tier, above-average running back. This guy can ball, man. He's a hell of a catcher out of the backfield. He's a hell of a runner out of the backfield. He's a good player, a good, solid player who I think I had ranked in the top. He was in the top 10 when it came to my NCN, which is my Nino's Corner number, you know, from the Nino's Corner sports site. So, but if Cincinnati does go ahead and draft a Joe Burrow or a Tua Tagovailoa, they have to understand that they're getting a franchise quarterback, a potential franchise quarterback for the cheap for the next four years four no five years actually because you got the tag you have the uh the, the uh, team option that uh you can uh, put on them for that last fifth year so you're getting a, a franchise quarterback for the cheap right you need to do uh, what teams like um seattle uh seahawks did when they got russell uh wilson right when you got a, a quarterback who you're, it's not getting paid a third of the salary cap for your entire team, you need to go spend some money and put some players around this guy. You already have A.J. Green. You got Joe Mixon. Go out and get you another wide receiver. Pay for him. Get him. Go draft you some top flight receivers. Get him. You might have to trade up in a draft. Go get Jefferson. Go get a comfort zone for him. Go get his homeboy who he threw a bunch of touchdowns to this year. Go get him. Go get a C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma, right? Uh, uh, go get um, a Jared Judy from um, you know, from Bama. Okay, go get the uh, the other wide receiver that Bama has, who's really good. I can't think of his name right now. I'm a Texas guy, so I'm a little biased. So in the later rounds, that third or fourth round, go get you a Devin Duvernay to put him in the slot. You know, go get you some guys, draft you some guys, and get you some veterans too who can straight up ball, man. You might have to make some trades and trade for some guys who are already on contract, but go get some players and put around whatever quarterback that you feel is the number one pick in this draft and go win. But the only problem I have with this is Cincinnati is a team that doesn't like to pay anybody. Um, no offense to Marvin Lewis, but Marvin Lewis stayed way past his welcome there. And the only reason that they kept Marvin Lewis, cause he wasn't getting paid a lot to get a top flight coach near. You got to pay him, right? You got to pay him, you know? And, uh, Lewis was there for a long time and because he wasn't getting paid anything. I mean, he, he was making good money, but not comparable to coaches, even with his record. Uh, they didn't want to pay him and he wasn't winning much. He was an average coach while he was there. 
So if you're going to be Cincinnati and you're going to go get your quarterback with this first pick in the draft, please go put some players around this guy. Don't squander his talent here in his rookie years, in his rookie contract years. Don't squander his talent. Put some put some talent around the guy. Go spend some money. Go spend some money, Cincinnati. Put some talent around this guy. You're going to be making the money because whoever you pick is going to put butts in the seats. So you need to assure that you put some talent around this guy and make sure that you are able to win and win within the next year or two. You know, uh, I'm a Cowboy fan. You guys know that. I talk about that all the time. But being a Cowboys fan, I think we did it wrong. as a Cowboys uh, franchise. We had Dak for the super cheap, and we did not go spend the necessary money to go get in some players in those first couple of years. After that first year when Dak won the rookie of the year and we had Dak and Zeke coming off the season that they had, that second year, we should have went for broke. We should have went for broke. We should have brought everybody. We, we should have paid everybody. Bring them in. Get all the talent. You got Zeke in the backfield who's on a rookie contract. You got Dak who's making 500 grand a year. All right. It's time to go get some big boys at the wide receiver position. Go get some big boys at the tight end position. All right. You had the best offensive line in the league that year. You know, you had the Travis Frederick who's retired. You had a Zach Martin. Um, you had a Tyron Smith. Uh, I forgot who the left guard was at that time, but you had, um, no, it was Collins. You know, so Lyle Collins was actually playing guard that year, and I forgot who the right tackle was. But you had players in place. You had the line that was an amazing line. I wouldn't say amazing, but they were above average line. They were a great line. You had three all pros in that line. Um, go draft a tight end and go get some more wide receivers and go get some really good wide receivers and a really good tight end and put some weapons out there with Dak and Zeke, and they didn't do it. They squandered those three years. That sets franchises back because now look at the problems that the Cowboys are having now with trying to sign that. I don't blame that. Hey, man, get your money. Get your money. Hey, everybody everybody else is getting paid. Carson Wentz got paid. Jared Goff got paid. Hey, Tommy get paid too. I don't blame him. But the Cowboys screwed this up. They should have put some, put some talent around them and won immediately. They had the opportunity to do it, and they did. Seattle did it. They went to the Super Bowl and won. They went to another Super Bowl and should have won that one if they would have ran beast mode. But they didn't. But they went to two Super Bowls on Russell Wilson's uh, rookie contract. Think about that for a minute. That's what the Cowboys should have did. In Cincinnati, if you're going to pick a quarterback with his first pick in the draft, that's what you should do. Put some talent around Joe Burrow or Tua Tagovailoa and go win. Win some games. Making an attractive place to come play. But on that note, guys, I'm out. You guys know what I say every episode. I always tell you to go do you. Hey, somebody tells you that you can't do something, look them in the eye, tell them do you, then go home and look yourself in the mirror and say do you. You know what do you stands for, guys? The D stands for don't be afraid to fail. O stands for outgrow your environment. And the U stands for understand your brilliance, man. So on this note, Nino's Corner is telling you to go do you. And I'm out. Nino's Corner out.